0: On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and on this Anzac Day, it is an absolute pleasure to talk to somebody who has served our country well. Uh, he is 100 years of age and it is so awesome to be able to have a conversation this evening with Len Hurley. He joins us now. G'day, Len. G'day, yes.
1: I'm oh, here. Yeah.
0: It's wonderful to uh, speak to you, Len. And I'm I'm correct in saying you, you are a centurion, right? You're 100 years old?
1: 100 years old and I'm 101 in, in, in next uh, next July.
0: Wow, that is impressive. I mean, it's impressive yeah, just yeah. in itself, let alone all of what you've done in your life. Uh, firstly, Len, thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us about uh, what it has meant to live your life here as an Australian. And we specifically today want to focus on some of the service that you have given this country. You're actually a twin, is that correct, Len? Uh, uh,
1: yes, I was a twin. He was. He died uh, with uh, asthma.
0: Yeah, he, his name was Ken. So we had uh, Len and Ken, and uh, you both together actually en- enlisted to serve uh, Australia during World War Two. Could you tell us about what happened and, and how you you came about the decision to enlist?
1: Well, the, the reason we really enlisted was because because my father he uh, he was in the First World War and went through yeah. it, and uh, he, the only trouble he got was it was he was, was gassed. But, uh, and the gas did uh, affect him throughout his life. But uh, other than that, he, he was a farmer and uh, he was a good farmer and uh, he, he knew what work was. Yeah.
0: And, and, and he, was, was that your upbringing too on the farm, Len? Yes,
1: yes, my upbringing was on the farm right from the day I was born. I was born in Matawa, uh, that's a local town, and... Uh, and lived until uh, I moved here to
0: to the city. Yeah. So that decision to serve um, was that a hard decision at the time to say right, you know, you and mm-hmm. your twin brother, or was that well, no, this is our duty. This is what we need to do. No, uh,
1: this is our duty because Dad did it and we'll do it. Yeah. And we did it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so as you yeah. approached that time, Len, was it was it a lot of fear as you went into that, or was it? Um, no, actually, no fear at all. Yeah, there you go. And why was that, no, no, you think?
1: Well, well uh, there was no fear at all. We, we were there to serve and, and uh, that's what we did.
0: Yeah. You ended up actually serving for, I think, almost a decade as well, not just uh, in, in the midst of World War Two, but beyond. Could you tell us a, a little bit of, of where did you first get stationed and what was the, the first jobs you had as you served?
1: What actually happened was that um, Japan came into the war and uh, we were all going to uh, to um, Singapore and they stopped us going to Singapore and took us, took us to the Middle East. Mm. And that's where we went and we stayed there for a considerable time. Yeah.
0: And which part of the armed forces were you serving in Lent?
1: It's the, the Ninth Divisional Cavalry Regiment. Yeah. that's the, uh, the regiment where we, where we were where were stayed with right till the very end.
0: There you go. And so you, you yeah. found yourself in the Middle East. Um, was it based mostly yeah. in just one area, or did you move around the Middle East?
1: No, uh, we uh, we were we were actually were encamped in, in in the Middle East. In in Palestine, and uh, that's where we stayed until we came home again. Yeah. We, we, that's where we first fought the Germans and, and the Italians.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, we uh, that's where we won the won the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Len, we we wanted to um, you know talk about was it on the job training or did you get lots of training before you went to serve or is it just learning as you go?
1: Now we learnt uh, learnt here in, Mel- in, in Melbourne, at the at the racecourse was one of the places we were we camped. And then we camped at Seymour. We went to Seymour, and that's where our big, mostly our training took place. Yeah. And from Seymour, we came up to, to Melbourne, and there it was a seaside. Yeah. Uh. Place, and uh, we we start trying there until we are uh, transport, transport
0: to uh, the Middle East. Yeah. Um. Len, I am led to believe that there's you know obviously when anyone serves in serving in the cavalry d- division, there's going to be some uh, scary times a- at moments. I believe that there was uh quite a a, a scary time, which uh, uh you know when you're in a tank. And uh, you pressed the button. Could you tell us a bit more about what what happened yeah, through there? Could you tell us the story?
1: Yeah, yeah that, that that was a pretty awful thing happened there. We were sent into the line, into the main front line, to uh, to overtake a, a German uh, um, an Italian t- tank. He uh, was a well, gunner. He was a gunner actually. I think. Uh, uh, he, he had a gun a pretty gun, which was they they wanted to get rid of. And so they pulled into two, two tanks, which I was in one. It with, with the crew commander, and the other was with uh, another group. And uh, the crew commander, to start off, yeah, uh, we also we had, didn't have very much training with these big big tanks because we came in and they, put, they gave us the tanks and we used them. But we never had no training, and when I he told me to pull the, pull the, push the button, so I pushed the button, but I pushed the wrong button, and the the button I pushed was the was the gas, uh, the, the petrol, and of course it cut the petrol, off and the tank stopped immediately, and, uh, and we there was starting he to do to start it, and had no idea what, what had happened. The, the, the crewman had no idea that I'd pushed the wrong button. So anyway, he said, "Right now," he said, we'll We'll leave the tank here, and uh, I will take the, the second tank." And uh, so um, he he got out of my tank, but I was in, and uh, I was doing an operator camera there. And uh, he went into the other tank, and off they went. Well they they never came back because they were uh, were shot up. The, the what actually happened the Italians were pretty pretty good with the gun and they put a shell through the top the, the top turret and uh it whizzed around inside the turret and of course it, it they were all pretty well mauled up by the time but they the rule the, the, the had finished. Mm. And uh anyway, uh somehow the, the only one that would escaped anything was the driver, and he drove the tank, drove the tank back, apparently the motor must have worked all right. Yeah. and uh came back and uh course all the all the ones in there but not the driver all died eventually died, but anyway, that was what actually happened, really
0: yeah. So, so Len, yeah, Len. If I'm hearing correctly, that effectively you press this button, so your tank stops. Yeah. You get out. Some other men get in it, and then they actually, apart from the driver, get killed as they go through. It's. I would imagine it's one of those experiences, Len, that is. Um, there's a part of you that says, "Well, I, I, I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't pressed that button." But there's another well, part of of yeah. the the sadness for them. How have you How have you dealt with that? episode, because I'm imagining that's something that stays with you and never really leaves you.
1: Well, we uh, we got used to it, I suppose, and we uh, and, uh, got another tank. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's how they are, uh, and we carry on regardless.
0: Yeah. And how about you as you think about that all these years later? Is that something that is hard to think about, or is that something that yeah, you yeah. can...
1: It is it is hard to think about because the per- person uh, Archie he uh, he was a very good uh, good uh, neighbour. His uh, family were good neighbours with mine, and uh, we were very friendly. So it was pretty hard to tell them that what had actually happened. Well, I don't know whether I ever did tell them. I still haven't really, it completely happened. I just don't, don't remember now.
0: Yeah. My guest is Len Hurley on this Anzac Day here on 89.9 The Light. Uh, Len served in the 9th Division Cavalry for Australia during World War II. 100 years old, he's our guest uh, as we focus on and honour those who serve us. We're going to be back with Len in just a moment here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton... 89.9, The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and my special guest this Anzac Day, as we honour those who have served us, is Len Hurley. 100 years of age, he served during World War Two, and uh, it's been a, a privilege to just be able to spend a bit of time with Len and he's giving us a bit more time. Um, Len, let's talk about your brother as well, your twin brother, Ken. Um, he yes. served with you. Uh, tell us the story for Ken and, and the way... Uh, you know, he approached serving in his country.
1: Well, um, he he served with me, but he was in the medical side of the uh, of the unit, and uh, he, uh, he, a, well, he he, he a. very proud of him actually because he uh, he did the dirty job of doing that, helping the people, helping the men, and. Uh, but this particular day, where we came, we were actually encircled around in a circle, and uh, the uh, the German planes came over and bombed us. And strangely enough, they never never hit a tank, but uh, they did hit they get pretty close to one of the tanks. And uh, I remember being under the tank. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, the tank lifting up and so, uh, lifting up and coming down with a crash, but oh, I wasn't hurt. And then uh, then we all decided decide get into a to slit trench because the Germans were pretty pretty uh, snaky with their uh, with their airplanes. And we got into slit trenches and uh, the Germans finished their 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 their, their what what I said to do, but they never did hear the tank. But what actually happened then that my brother and I got into a slit trench together near one of the tanks and he, he, I got out and he got out and as he got out, a German gunner, who was a rear gunner apparently, uh, shot him and he had a bullet through the top of his uh, shoulder and around it and it ended up near his ribs. And strangely enough, he carried that bullet around with him. With himself for quite a considerable time but he, he was never the same again but he was he, he wasn't uh, he was pro- probably partly put on uh, in, in what he was doing i suppose and he was able to carry on but anyway yeah, he, uh, he he lived lived through it and uh, he died of uh, one of the different
0: walks. Yeah. How old was he when he passed?
1: Sixties, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's been in his sixties.
0: Yeah, uh, Len-
1: Because we, we we joined when we were when we were not at twenty because we couldn't join until we, joined, we were twenty.
0: Yeah, it's quite remarkable the service that your entire family has given. Both your dad and then you and your your, your brother as well as you, you serve. Um, uh, I wanted to ask Len. Um, I know that uh, you're a member of the Church of England at the time, and so one of your special memories of being in the Middle East was actually you got to go and visit Jerusalem. And I'm told that that's still a, a special memory for you. Could you share that with oh, us? Oh yeah, that,
1: that was a tremendous memory. My my uncle, he was um, he was on the he was. Kind of blame his, blame his uh, people. And um, this time he came and uh, saw the, my chappie the took the unit and asked him could uh, he take his two sons to. Uh, and um, we went to Jerusalem for, for two days and we had a tremendous time. Uh, we uh, chased up just about everything that we could. And it was a great uh, Tremendous experience, and really, we still all of Jerusalem that was necessary to see. Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's re- remarkable. It? It's, uh, it seems like it's a very special place for anyone who's visited and uh, has that faith about uh, yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, it's a very special place.
0: Yeah. Uh, Len, I'm led to believe that uh, once you came back home from the Middle East, surviving through the war, you decided, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to muck around. I'm going to marry the the love of my life." Could you tell us about, uh, uh, you know, how quickly you got married?
1: <laughs> well, we um, <laughs> were all used uh, together, I suppose, and uh, this particular girl worked in the shop in uh, the local town. And I always said when I went in to get served by her that she was the one I married. And uh, sure enough, she was eventually. But um, uh, strangely enough, uh, we were the Church of England we, and uh, they had uh, dances and so forth. And uh, strangely enough, he and I uh, always went to them. And I was pretty keen on this little... Girl, May. And, uh, but oh, strangely enough, of all the people that went to it, uh, this, well, May and I were the only two that, that ever got married. Uh-huh. So I don't know what happened to the others. But they went in different places, different, different places, I suppose.
0: It's a, it's a lovely story to uh, come back and uh, get married.
1: Yeah. What 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 I was going to tell you is that uh, uh, when we came over to the Middle East, uh, I wrote home and that the same could we become engaged. And strangely enough, we were the first the only ones that ever got engaged. We got engaged, and uh, I wrote home to him to her, and she said yes. And, and um, when we came back from the uh, Middle East. Uh, it wasn't uh, very long after that that uh, we got married.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Um, Len, if I was to ask you, uh, what does what does it mean that you have served your country? What what would you say to that?
1: Oh, well, I was proud to, to to serve my country. Proud, proud to follow my father's footsteps, and that, I think that was. The, one other thing that personal I, know, I was always so proud of, the dad, of dad, because he was a, a gunner in the First World War, and uh, he got gas, and uh, he always suffered from the gas, but he got through it all right.
0: And Len, from you know us younger ones, and uh, you know many of us are not facing world wars in the same way that you and, and your father did. Um. What do you you say to us? I suppose what what can we learn from your experience? What's your your wisdom you can pass to us?
1: Well, I think it, 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 it a lot of it depends on the family. If yeah, the, the family is uh, tight, you know, people all together, uh, what one does, the other likes to do too, and uh, we like the foreign beds with this. And uh, that's what we did, and and, then, and naturally he he, he lived to it till he was eighty nine, and uh, so he lived at a pretty, pretty good old age.
0: Yeah, um, Len, here you are, you know, a hundred, uh, looking to a hundred and one in in July. Um, what but, does this Anzac Day mean? What, what does Anzac Day mean for you as well?
1: Oh, it means getting together with some of the boys that yeah. Uh, I was in the o unit with, and uh, just being proud to be a uh, part of it. Yeah. And that's all well, I can say. i really, really proud, proud to be a part of the, the so well, We weren't ANZACs then, then, but uh, we were afterwards, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah and you sure are. Um, Len, it is, you know, on behalf of all of us, not just me, but all of us who are listening, um, you know, we've just loved hearing your story. And we want to say thank you as well for the service that you gave, for the uh, the willingness that you have done. That means we live in a, a country that we live in today as well. So on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for your service. And, and thanks also for sharing your story with us today.
1: It's been a great pleasure. I, uh, and I hope that some of the boys Hello. that are with me uh, heard me and... Uh, I'm sure
0: they'd be just as proud well as I was of the unit. I'd reckon. Len Hurley, my special guest here on this Anzac Day, 100 years old, serving during World War II, here on 89.9, The Light.